Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. The only flag you will ever see me plant is the white surrender flag, Perna. I give up! I give up! We want no more is my official family decree slogan. House Perna, House of Coward. Yes! That's how I will teach my children. Avoid a fight at all costs, especially when you can just give up and run. It worked for your father and it shall work for you. Now, the Cleveland Browns went into Levi Stadium and shit their denim britches slacks. They were dominated by the Kyle Shanahan offense on Monday Night Football from the very first play where Matt Breida broke off an 83-yard touchdown run. And to add insult to being a Brown, he clocked a top speed of 22.3 miles per hour. Much, much faster than Nick, I mean slow runner Chubbs, 21.95 miles per hour he hit last week on his 88-yard touchdown run. I mean, if they both ran for an hour, Breida would be a full lap ahead of him. That's how slow Nick Chubb is now. The worst part about the Browns' loss and Baker Mayfield playing poorly is that it makes Colin Coward appear coherent. You can't be 5'11", run a 4'840", and throw 56% completions. That's a backup quarterback in this league. I'm not sure it's a backup. Today, I want to discuss why the 49ers might be the real deal, despite having the most hypocritical player in the NFL and Richard Sherman on the roster. What's wrong with the Browns and NFL news, such as Zay Jones getting traded? Some injury updates and the return of Sam. I will put my lips on anything, Darnold. That's good. Sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave? Well, not closing your eyes when you do it, but also using Harry's. Now, I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave with an easy glide and has a low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, Five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. And keep those eyes open when you shave. Jets QB Sam Darnold has been medically cleared to play now that his spleen is shrunk down to the size that is smaller than... Antonio Brown's ego. Which means the Jets should now lose every game by just a few less points. During his absence, the Jets have had a record of 0-3 with a point differential of minus 61, zero touchdown passes, and three interceptions in that stretch. Uh, They probably would have been better off running the Wildcat with Le'Veon Bell every play. Kind of crazy, New York or Pittsburgh, Bell would be in almost the exact same position this season. The Dallas Cowboys may get left tackle Tyron Smith back this weekend, just in time to play the Jets. Jerry Jones noted on the radio this week that Smith's ankle looks promising. His shins look like goddamn dirty liars, but those ankles, they still look promising. If I'm Dallas, I let him rest one more week with the Jets on the docket. Rob Gronkowski is joining Fox Sports in a move that will make football talking better in every way possible. 
Gronk will be doing the pregame Thursday, which is great timing for the Patriots-Giants game. At age 30, Rob Gronkowski can be in the NFL broadcast booth and then unretire every year for the next seven years before he's as old as Jason Witten. Unlike Witten and his attempts at football talking, Gronk knows he's not the quickest whip in the sex dungeon Terry Bradshaw calls pre-game analysis, which is why he will be embraced as he dumbs down football in the most entertaining and frat guy poetic way possible. Now everyone is wondering what is wrong with Baker Mayfield? Why is he producing so many turnovers, like a baker who produces glazed donuts? Well, a few reasons. He basically just notched a full season of starts. Uh, his head coach was washing Hugh Jackson's underwear last year. The Browns' offensive line is atrocious. And on Monday Night Football, when Baker did have opportunities, he was wildly inaccurate. Wildly! The accuracy can probably be fixed because we've seen the Baker throw footballs accurate before. Everything else killing the Browns can't be fixed really until next season. Their defense could get better when corners Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams get healthy, but the lack of energy they've attributed to building a good offensive line is embarrassing and they're paying for it. Contrastly, the 49ers offensive line and defensive front are pretty lethal. It's a slow, boring process building those units. Everything the Cleveland Browns didn't do during the last offseason, but is pay it is paying off for San Francisco now. A big reason Baker finished with a QB rating of 13.4 was the SF D-line. Four sacks, including two from Nick Bosa in his breakout game, and constant pressure led to two interceptions and a couple Baker fumbles. You know a defensive front is good when the opposing quarterback leaves the field with a QB rating that isn't even the legal age of consent. Mayfield is on pace for a 12 touchdown, 25 interception season, which if he's anything like 2015 Peyton Manning, will result in a Super Bowl win for the Browns. The craziest part of the 49ers total domination of Cleveland is I still don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is a good NFL QB, and it might not fucking matter. He learned from the best system QB on earth in Tom Brady, and now that's all he has to be. Don't turn the ball over, do whatever Kyle Shanahan says, and let your running backs do the rest, which on Monday Night Football was rushed for 245 yards with the side bowl of 32 ground yards from tight end George Kittle and wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. Nick Bosa is a huge difference maker for the 49ers defense. He just elevated them from a pretty good unit to a commanding, authoritative, bullish group of quarterback haters. He's a rookie had a high ankle sprain, but now that he's healthy with a few games under his jock strap, he appears to be as good as his brother, if not better. Monday night, he had nine pressures, two sacks, three QB hits, four hurries, a forced fumble, three run stops, and two more fingers than his brother. Now corner Richard Sherman's post-game press conference featured several great sound bites. First, he told people not to flip-flop, which is what you want from, say, a politician, but for people covering sports, you might want to encourage them to let their opinions evolve through the course of a season. You don't, you don't worry about it. You, you, want, you want idiots to sound like idiots, but you, you want them to hold their position the whole year. Like, don't, don't flip, flip flop with us. Like, like, if you said we weren't going to make it, you said we were some way early on, just stick with that position. Hold it. Don't, don't try to give us credit now. Don't try to give us credit now. Just stick. If you had us ranked 25, keep us ranked 25. 
if you had us going home early, if you had us going three and three and whatever, have us going three and whatever. You know what I mean? At least stick by your word, because I want you to sound like an idiot at the end. Oh, oh, we're sorry, Richard. Or should I just call you Dick that nobody was high on the 49ers historically underperforming defense prior to this season? The Niners were fifth worst in points allowed in 2018, eighth worst in 2017, and dead last in 2016. I like Sherman. I really do, but he said some dumb shit, including the Baker Mayfield handshake lie. He lies more than Tyron Smith's shins. We do have video evidence that maybe Baker did not intentionally snub Sherman during the handshake. Considering the 49ers history with handshakes, he's probably lucky he didn't slap him on the back. The evidence is not conclusive, so if the refs called a no handshake, this would not have been overturned. Wait, there's another angle. It has emerged. It looks like Sherman's case is getting weaker by the minute. The real question is, who the hell records the jumbotron of a pre-game handshake? Probably Michael Crabtree, if I had to guess. Oh wait, here, the final video. A handshake did occur. We can confirm a handshake did occur. Richard Sherman, liar, 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 liar. Fucking pants are so Levi Stadium on fire. And now Richard Sherman is claiming the snub actually happened after the coin toss. So after Baker shook his hand, then didn't shake his hand when Richard Sherman wanted him to shake his hand for a second time, Baker didn't do that. Very, very bad football etiquette. Uh, Sherman also saying that we blew this out of proportion. Sherman, you're the one who made a fucking stink about this after the game. Of course the media ran with this story. This is like a kid who gets caught in a lie, and I love every second of this. I mean, I hate it, but I love it. Now, besides me making a stupid video about it, who really gives a shit about who shakes whom's hands before a fucking football game? It's great if Sherman thought that and used it as motivation to play better in the game or whatever. Sherman said in reference to Baker, uh, not shaking his hand, even though he shook his hand. What's amazing and annoying was him not shaking hands at the beginning. That's some college shit. It's ridiculous. If that's some college shit, what, what is this college shit? Yeah, flag planting, definitely college shit. I've always said pro football players plant trees, not flags. He had it coming, so. But he didn't say one word back, so. Well, what'd you say, just an example? Oh, I was just screaming his name, like, Baker, <laughs> Baker, you good? Come on, pick it up, we want a challenge. <laughs> now, I'm rooting for the 49ers to be good because they haven't been since Harbaugh left, but we'll see how cocky they are after they are tested by some good football teams exactly every other week for the foreseeable future. I guess my only question for Sherman is, how is not shaking a guy's hand more disrespectful to the game than calling another guy a sorry ass receiver immediately after the game? When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're gonna get. The real story though is the Browns next face the Seahawks, Patriots, and Bills. There's a real chance they fall the two and six after this stretch, which would make seven, eight, and one look like 13 and three. Oh well, at least they have a first round draft pick to reload with this offseason. Cool dad and fullback conservationist Kyle Shanahan will have to figure out how to maintain an incredible 200 rushing yards per game average without one of the best fullbacks in the league in Kyle Juszczyk. And it looks like Kyle Juszczyk will be out four to six weeks with an MCL sprain. 
And finally, the Oakland Raiders traded with the Buffalo Bills for wide receiver Zay Jones, making Oakland the number one place for receivers who do not want to play in Buffalo. Zay Jones' dad said he now believes his son has a real QB following the trade to Oakland. Zay Jones may play better uh, with the Raiders, but Zay only caught 38.9% of his targets this season in Buffalo. That's really bad. Derek Carr, though, currently has the highest completion percentage for every QB not named Chase Daniel this season. And upon hearing that Derek Carr has a 73 completion percentage, Zay Jones said, I am ready to do everything in my power to lower that percentage down to a traditional Raider quarterback level. That is your NFL news for today. I'll be back with more shit tomorrow. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon Perna if you want to talk football shit to me there. You can do it uh, if you like. Also, make sure you follow my writing partner at Wilkie6. He definitely helps me with football, video, jokes, writing, stuff. Yeah. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.